Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Every time she's with him, they just want to climb each other like trees and like (laughs) nestle in each other's like necks. Like that's all they want to do. And I like really don't want to see it. Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about The Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. So we have to talk about Adam and Matt. Who? Yeah, um, that's a good question. I, we saw a lot of them this episode. They appeared to have very deep relationships with Rachel, um, even though none of us had met them. So it, it was really a learning curve for all of us last night. I really felt like the producers just forgot about them. And then they were, they were like, like, these guys are still here. Better better bring them on in. Remember, they had those gimmicks, the, the doll and the penguin. They did. That uh, was them. And then there were a lot of tears. So it was really, it was a whiplash episode for me. I was disappointed. I feel like they dropped the ball. Normally, if there's going to be a big emotional payoff with a lot of tears, they at least give us a couple scenes of the people together before. Instead, we were just forced to buy in. Uh, Matt, Adam, we hardly knew you. And to break all of these strangers down with us, we have the wonderful Ali Barthwell, vulture recapper extraordinaire, who is actually in studio with us today. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited to be here. We're so excited to have you. This is going to be so fun. Long overdue. Yes, yes. We're going to start at the very beginning. In Geneva. In Geneva. Well, we start with them flying to Geneva. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I I thought that they kind of jumped in. I'm used to the cliffhangers now. And this week opened with like a little picture of a plane like flying over a little (laughs) fairy tale map of Europe into Geneva. And I was like, this is a different genre of TV show that we're watching Yeah, they decided they were like all of that like subconscious and subtextual racism is gone. Let's just get back to going to politically neutral countries in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> like literally and yelling their names as loudly right. as possible. I watched the episode with my cousins last night and my cousin's husband said he's like the part that I couldn't fake would be the excitement over the hotel suite being like, "Oh my god, a king bed." <laughs> oh my god, a king bed though. He, he There's wa- a lamp in this one too. <laughs> he would just walk in and be like, "Great. So, are we guys like sharing rooms or is it 
an individual. <laughs> They'd be like, no, we need you to go back and like give us the B-roll of like jumping on the bed. You're like, no, 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 but how's the room served? Yeah. <laughs> Are we talking like a fridge in the room or just a mini bar? <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, Brian's probably like, I'm 37, man. I'm not jumping on any beds no. at this point in my life. Um, Eric is like, I will fill in. That's how he gets all his energy out. It's like once a day he needs to jump up and down really excitedly. (laughs) Dean just reminds me of like when I was in high school and I'd come into a room and I'd see my younger brother just like sprawled on a couch with like his hoodie pulled over his head. Yeah. Just like super 15-year-old boy. Sort of, sort of vibe. Yeah, he was in like short shorts and like a hoodie if he was not actively (laughs) on a date. (laughs) Yeah, he was like, I'm just relaxed. He tweeted something like, I actually only packed like four outfits. So. Yeah, he, th- he thanked Peter on Twitter last night for lending him that white button up he wore. It on did his date. look like way yeah. too big on him. He said he said something like along the lines of "Thanks for the button up," and I'm sorry I spilled coffee on it. Oh no, <laughs> Dean is guys. Dean is the best. Dean well, is super we will cute. get into that. Okay, yes. so we jump right into the first one-on-one. And Rachel says, Brian, it's different this week. Right. No rose ceremony, just three one-on-ones, just and then a three-on-one roses during the dates. So that kind of automatically ratchets the tensions up because yes. three guys are getting one-on-ones, three guys are getting a group date. There are two guys who had never gotten a one-on-one, and they're kind of expecting this is their time. Everyone wants it to wasn't. see Rachel again. <laughs> yeah, so spoiler alert, it super wasn't. Um First is Brian, who I feel like just had a one-on-one. It did feel like he just had one. Yeah. Brian is the front runner here. Absolutely. She every time she's with him, they just want to climb each other like trees and like (laughs) nestle in each other's like necks. Like that's all they want to do. And I like really don't want to see it. I'm like I'm fine with it. It's just he doesn't there's no lightness to their relationship. Like it's all very like heavy sustained eye contact you're too good to be true yeah it's all it's when you're You're my perfect match (laughs) like when you have a friend and you hang out with them and their boyfriend and all they talk about is being in a relationship (laughs) that's what it's like with rachel and brian like i don't even and she was trying to tell him so they had the moment of she this episode she was very like we have to talk about our backgrounds and he, she was telling him she went to a private school, and he was like, but your uniform, like, was it a short skirt? Uh, and I was like, she was 16. Uh, yeah. I know. He's like, show me a photo. I'm like, no, you <laughs> no. can't jack off to her 15-year-old photo. That's yeah, gross. Yeah, still not cool. Yeah. So it's very, like, we are passionate, like, yeah. very exaggerated <laughs> passion. Yeah, it was. I, I mean— so we start at the beginning. She's like, I want to treat my man this week. I like to, like, treat my boyfriend in a relationship. And so it's going to be, like, all Geneva luxury. They're get, they get in a Bentley, a Bentley convertible. He's like, I have my woman's hand, my hand. <laughs> Ew. And uh, they drive past the United Nations. He does not care. Doesn't no. care about past that. The United Nations. <laughs> I sort of like seeing sort of the historical artifact of a time when that mattered, know, <laughs> <laughs> even a little bit. Um, and yeah, all the conversation we're seeing is him being like, "I'm so blessed to be here with you. And our right. love is so powerful." He but, is all in, and I think this is really going to work in his favor down the road yes, because he yeah. has not wavered. He, there is not a, a note of doubt in anything that he ever says to her. Yeah, and it seems like she does want someone that is like, I'm all in. I'm going to wait until you're ready. You right. take all the time wavering that you need. 
I'm just going to be here chilling. And it seems like Brian is totally willing to do that. Yeah, she's like, I bring enough doubt to a relationship (laughs) for both of us. Um, They go to a fine Swiss watch store. Which I had to look up how much those watches are. Oh, how much And a similar one to the one he got that looked like it had a leather band and a similar face. It's over $8,000. Like, they're $8,100. Oh, my God. Okay. So I was like, this is such a bold move on her part to be like, I'm willing to get us matching eight thousand dollar watches that's how i feel about this relationship right now i i mean to be fair she definitely didn't pay (laughs) for those watches no 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 but um yeah they have matching watches now yeah and she did yeah yeah i i have to ask you guys what you thought about the watches because there's something about that black leather with the white stitching on the band that just like really turned me off it's a very like man who uh, like his family once like hid Nazi gold version of sporty. Like it's a very like <laughs> luxurious version of sporty. Like someone being like, it has white stitching. It's obviously sporty. Yeah, it's casual. <laughs> oh, and then she's like, is this your style? And he says, yes, I like black. Right. Like and he she can't jumped, even she talk jumped about... on it too. She was like, oh, do you now? Uh, <laughs> I was like, you can't even talk about what kind of watch you like. And he mm-hmm. tackled her in the she, he was like, Are we really buying these? And she was like, Oh yeah, I got it. And he like tackled her in front of like an old Swiss watchmaker. That's what yeah. I was tweeting. I was like, what is the watch guy doing? Where else <laughs> they're just climbing all over each other, like passionately making out. This old man's just sitting standing there like, I'll ring you up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so then they go on a romantic boat ride. Um, We've gone on too many boats this season. <laughs> and we will continue to go on more boats throughout the course of this this evening. Um, and sort of back at the house, meanwhile, Matt and Adam are talking about Brian. And Adam, first of all, Adam is this guy who um, brought a doll on yes. to the date, um, to the the house and that's kind of his thing we've seen basically nothing of him aside from that but he's getting like the more we see of him the less i like him yeah and what he's is he very overconfident and he's also 26 like they make really? a lot they make I, I kept seeing it on his thing this i noticed week. that too they kept make they keep making a lot of how young dean is but adam is a year older and he seems much more immature right and what does he do like i haven't i've no I at idea. least, like, locked into, I was like, I'm going to find out what Matt does and, like, look at his actual, like, Matt description. grew on me the more yes. we saw yeah. him. Adam did the opposite of yes. that. So Adam is sort of acting possessive and boastful about his relationship with Rachel, but he's also upset that he didn't get the one-on-one. And Matt's like, well, I'm just going to stay optimistic. And um, meanwhile, Peter and Dean are, are also talking um, Peter is upset that Brian got the first second date and Dean starts sort of talking about what he sees as Brian's flaws and that he's like 37 year old from Miami who's just has like been working his game on yeah. the ladies All for he does years. Is swoon. He, well, he's a swooning and seducing women in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> You could tell that there were a ton of forced man chats yes. where they were like, okay, now talk about how the date's going. What do you think the problems could be? Like, it was so led. Right. When we saw this happen during every time there was a date, the remaining guys were forced to talk about it. And it was, it. like, a different pair each time. Yeah. Like, they were like, who hasn't been together? Okay, let's get Brian. <laughs> it, like, You can tell uh, 
Peter and Dean are really close, though. Yeah. 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 And, and that's I always think, a good sign yeah. if the guys in the house all tend to like each other. Or, like, if the women in the house all like each other, it's like, oh, then this person seems to be, like, a genuinely good person. And it person. actually yeah. seems like Adam and Matt were really well-liked as well. Yeah, yeah. I've actually seen kind of the least praise of Brian, but... I would believe that. He does come across as very, like, poised and, like, and he's, put you know, together. A 10-year age gap with some of them. Right. So that's understandable, Yeah. Too. I do think, like, this isn't the first time that we've heard... Some of the guys say, like, he's just a guy who knows the right things to say to women and Rachel's going to eventually see that there's no substance beyond that, which maybe she won't. I don't know. <laughs> She's She is <laughs> She's also into it. all in. Yeah. Yeah. So back at the date, she is really into how upfront he is with his feelings and that he's, like, forcing them into her sight. And she thinks it's great. And um, they go to dinner at a castle. That's lit entirely by candlelight. Like thousands of candelabras. <laughs> like the number of candles they have to have to light a, a castle to the point where it can yeah. be filmed is like insane. Yeah. It was really hearkening back to like the medieval times when all you had were candles <laughs> lit with like whale blubber to like oh. light the castle. <laughs> um, and this is when she like interrogates him. about. She's like, stop saying how great I am like literally just tell me about your background tell me about it please and this is what we learn he asked for an earring in fourth or fifth grade and got sent (laughs) to an all boys school (laughs) that seems like the wrong approach to like if you don't want your son to have an earring like why (laughs) would you then send him to an all boys school what is the thing they were worried about with that. Definitely I, something that would not be remedied by sending him to an all-boys yeah. school. Right. Or it's also like, where does a fourth grader get the idea of, like, I want an earring that makes me cool? Like, who did he see? Like, did he see a Color Me Bad video and was like, yes, that that's me? I mean, I'm trying to think. That was, like, like, 30 years ago. Yeah. That was, like, 30 years ago, you guys. So, when okay, he maybe was something in, in the 80s. There, there were people with earrings in the 80s. That was a thing. Yeah. Probably. Definitely. I have no sense of history. (laughs) I was born in 1988. Um, So she sort of tries to relate to him and is like, I also went to a small private school. He asked about her uniform. It's really gross. Mm -hmm. And uh, then they start talking about their family a little bit. And it turns out that his last relationship ended because of his mother. That would have... I would have been like, I have a thousand follow-up questions. <laughs> yeah. Right? To be like, what happened? What was the fight about? What was the lack of compromise? Like, yeah, I just and, don't yeah. really understand. And if you're going on, like, a family trip to a wedding, like, what is there to argue about? Like, I just show up at the wedding in my dress? Like, what do I, what do I have to do that is causing us to, like, tear the family apart? I mean, honestly, if I am in a new relationship, he invites me to a family wedding, and then I'm expected to compromise with his mom on stuff, I am, in fact, running the other direction. Like, that's, like, a weird amount of familial involvement for... But what are you compromising very, or not compromising like, what about? What could it be like, that rest, right like, away... breakfast choice? Like, I don't... <laughs> I don't know. Also, I feel like if you've never met the family and you're going on a family vacation, like, you do just take a back seat and, like, let right. it... I mean, what... Let it go. Also, he says, you know, she dumped him because of his his mom... And that really hurt his mom. That was, like, heartbreaking for her. And I was like, everything I'm hearing is that your mom is 
deeply involved is in your way life. too involved and you're in 37 your yeah yeah uh, to me, that's an enormous red flag. Because did he say this was his last relationship or just the yeah. only? Okay. Because if it was like, oh, the first time I brought someone to meet my mom. No, this was no, his this most is, recent this relationship. This is happening like <laughs> yeah. in the be- few like, months ago. Right. Yeah. I mean, even if it was a few years ago, he was into his 30s. Well into his 30s, <laughs> letting his mom ruin. And that he's not standing up to her. Because I know people that have they've had to have that moment with their parents of like, this is just the relationship I'm in. You have to deal with it or like be cool. We're going to get through this. But that he's also not standing up for his girlfriend in that moment. Like, totally. It's completely unclear what the nature of the disagreement was. Like, this could have gone in a million different directions depending on what the context is. And we just have no idea. But it, it definitely raises some it questions. It's so weird that he didn't say what it was. It just left the overwhelming impression that he was going to side with his mom over his partner. Yeah. And that she she should just maybe deal with it. And but if at she's this not point, going like, to. Rachel is barreling full speed ahead yeah, with I Ryan. And he could say anything. Which is just like, <laughs> he also is like, I had this relationship that ended super badly after she met my family. And it was just like our relationship. <laughs> it was basically the same. And she's like, cool, great. I can't wait to meet your family. This is going to really work out for so me. So the only thing I could think is if it was something like cultural or they were like, oh, we're going to get married. And the mom was like t- t- telling them to wait or something. Because that would be the only thing that you could get that worked up about. To break up with, like, immediately following a family trip if your parents weren't supportive or something of the relationship. Yeah, I don't know. Or if she was, like, very involved. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, of all the things of her being like, I have to make sure we're in the same place, we're on the same page, everything has to be great, going into hometowns. And then it's like, oh, your mother drove a wedge between you and your last relationship. Oh, I'm I have really, no questions about that. I'm really excited to go to Miami. Yeah. Like maybe she just wants to go go somewhere warm after all these trips in like northern yeah. Europe. I think she's also like, well, I'm great with families, so like it's not. I'm not going to have this problem that your last girlfriend had, right? Which like, if the problem is with his mom, then that's not going to help anything. <laughs> um, well, I guess we'll we'll get to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Dean, oh, Brian uh, gets Brian a rose. gets the rose, right? They're, yeah. gonna, they're going we to watch Miami. them, and over a silent, uh, a silent shot of them just like hardcore making out. Yeah, as you do. And I could like, I was like, "There's too much of this." Like, we get it; they're making out. Right. It's like we need to have another ten minute montage of them just making out in various castles, but we don't get the three minute conversation of like, right? What did your mother do? <laughs> yes. Let, 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 let's just go back for a second. Like, honestly, a boring blur to me. I yeah. wasn't very intrigued. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Dean got the date card, um, and his the second date card. response is to whisper, don't punch me in the face. <laughs> to Adam, because Adam is getting a little aggro. Very worked up. Um, and it says, Dean, put on your Sunday best. So apparently he, he borrows, Peter's shirt. borrows a shirt from Peter. <laughs> that is, like, way too big. It looks like a little brother borrowing his big brother's shirt it. to wear to, like, it. a homecoming dance. I was honestly kind of baffled because he has to have suits to wear to all of right. these. Why didn't he just wear one of those? And instead he wore, like, a white shirt that belonged to someone else, like, buttoned up to the neck and, like, pants. And I was like, try harder, basically. Yeah. Um, so he shows up. Um, and is this the day where Rachel was dressed in all white? And No, she was no? wearing a blue coat. 
over an all white oh. outfit. I yeah, think. she wore a lot she, of like, white. She there was a lot of white. white. She wore all white with Brian. Oh, okay. yeah, there was she a came lot in of in like, like monochrome. She came in in like a flowy white silk pant she and like really a black and, and a white like turtleneck. I like a lot of jewelry. It was, it was a good look. Dean yeah. said she looked like an angel, so I definitely oh remember <laughs> when she came in to take Brian out. Um, so they are in like an old town, Geneva. Um, and so I, they go to church. They're going to church. In yep. French. And she has never been to Catholic Mass, and neither of them speaks French. So. I have been to a Catholic Mass in French, and really? it is just—I was a French major, and I've lived in France a couple times, and it is just, like, long. Like, it's just long <laughs> yeah. and dry. Well, I i am Catholic, so I've been to a ton of Catholic Masses, and in any language, it's very, very long and dry. Yeah, and the French are typically like mumblers. So even if you're not <laughs> like, they just don't open their mouths very wide when they speak. So even if you're like, I, like I'm close to fluent and I was like, I got, they said something about the body and like a spirit and like, that's all I got. Well, it's also like the service is so like a formula that they're like, we're just, we're going through this, like half, like no one's really listening to this whole 10 minute prayer. Right. Like, no one's listening. We're just going to rattle it and off. And they also didn't like fill the church. Like they just had whoever goes to that church on that Sunday. Like norm- sometimes when they do these things, they're like, oh, we're going to bust in a bunch of townspeople. Yeah. <laughs> so you have like an audience for whatever thing, but they were just like, nope, whoever, whoever old Swiss people go to this church, yeah. that's all we're going to have Whatever there. few remaining religious people live in Geneva, mm-hmm. um, and it's couples who've been married for 40 years, they go to like the after church uh, coffee and donut gathering. They um, chat with a couple. It really re- brought me back to my my, like, five-year-old days. Yeah, and I, I liked that Rachel says that, you know, she needs someone who honors and respects her faith, but they don't need have to, to have, have the same faith. Have exactly the same faith or have grown up in the same way she did. And I, I appreciated that, like, um, real openness about, um, you know, how important it is to her, but also, like, a willingness to bring yeah. other people into that community. And, and a I, good framing of, like, you know, a lot of people give... African-Americans, especially, like, around politics of, like, well, they're religious and they're operating in this, like, old school system. But for her to say, like, oh, it's about community, it's about volunteering, it's about tradition, it, like, contextualized, like, what the church means for her in her life, that it doesn't come off as just, like, oh, she's, like, this Bible thumper. Because people can take so many different things from their religious faiths and, like, as someone who's, like, a pretty secular Jew, like, those are the same things that I find— Meet meaningful about a religious community. It is community. Um, and so, yeah, I just liked hearing her frame it that way. She does like taking these guys to church because she took Nick <laughs> yeah, to church. Yeah. And I was like, she just wants to take, like, the whitest children and, like, put them in a church. <laughs> I mean, it also, you know, religion is the kind of difference that can really destroy a relationship because yeah. it's so um, deeply held for a lot of people. It can really define a lot of how you spend your time. And how you raise kids. And those are things that are really hard to compromise on. My mom says the three deal breakers are money, children, and religion in a marriage. You have to agree on those. Otherwise, it doesn't work. And each of them, like, influences the other ones. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it makes sense that she wants to 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 make sure that they can kind of fit into her faith because— she doesn't. She clearly doesn't want it to be a situation where she has to compromise that, yeah. and I think that's <laughs> that's fair. really smart. Yeah. 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 No, and it's smart to to insist that that is sort of integrated into what the show does because we've seen it kind of go both ways, and like there is often the show 
prefers to skirt around the existence of a lot of these like big markers and the things that do influence whether a relationship is lasting in the real world. And I think they've, you know, tiptoed into sex, religion, like these things a little bit more boldly in the last few years. Having 10 children. Having yeah. 10 children. Well, there, I remember on Ben's season, he drove by his church with one of the girls. He's on a one-on-one. And she was like, this is a big church. And then it like came out that he's like a mega church evangelical. And it's like, yep. that's a conversation we need to have if you are going to like a holy mega church somewhere in Indiana. Yeah, that's something I would like to experience before I signed on board for that. Um <laughs> So so basically this whole date is framed around Rachel being like, Dean, better open up. And <laughs> yeah. Dean being like, hee <laughs> Oh, God. So she, like, gives him, a, like, a little tour guide tour of the town. There's, like, an organ grinder. They dance. And then she's like, all right, we're sitting down. And we're chatting. And we're yes. going to have a real talk. And um, he just sort of, like, looks at her. And she's like, no, you start. And he says... Do you believe in the tooth fairy? (laughs) (sighs) I mean, I really felt for Dean in this situation because it is awkward to be interrogated like that. And you're on national TV. Right. And you're being probed. And he's also already anxious because he knows his family is not sort of putting his best foot forward if you just met his family like independently. If you're in a relationship outside of this context, he could have time to be like, Here's everything. Here's who we talk to. Here's who we don't talk to. But it just sort of seems like they have to go meet his dad, and he doesn't really want that to happen. Yeah. I mean, uh, she kind of starts to make some progress. She's like, it seems like you're nervous. Like, tell me. Tell me what you're feeling. And he's just not really ready. He's like, what's your favorite dinosaur? You're pretty. And she's like, like, dang. This isn't, you know, because, you know— She is looking for someone who isn't going to maybe require so much work on her part. Yeah. Right. And Um, and also I think, you know, she doesn't know what he's holding back about. So in her mind, she's just sitting there asking someone to be serious and he's not doing it. Or she's imagining like the worst thing possible that it could be, you know. Yeah. Right. I mean, he's already opened up a lot to her in in, in the past, like talking about his mom's death. So she's probably like... What else else? could it possibly be? Um, But he's sort of giving little in-the-moment hints about his, you know, he's nervous. She's not going to be understanding about his family situation. And he says she has no idea what she's walking into if she were to come to my hometown. Um, So at dinner, she finally is like, something's wrong. Something's off. And he's like, yeah, this is really weird. Um, yeah, and he explains that – like, I, I thought that this conversation was actually really great, and this was a very compelling part of the episode. Yeah. We we so often see hometowns framed around the fact that, like, I just want a marriage that's exactly like my parents. And my parents live in this ex-whatever suburban beautiful town in a big McMansion, and they're together, and everything is, like, beautiful, and that's the life I want. Right. And that's sort of the show kind of like fetishizes those sort of familial relationships. And Dean's situation isn't that. And he knows that. And he says like he feels like the black sheep out of the guys because the way that he's 
looking at a hometown is not the same way that the rest of them are. Yeah. And I wonder, do they have they done a hometown where you don't go meet the parents where the person's like, I don't talk to my parents. I don't want you to meet them. I don't think they've ever no. done no parents. Or or they did have one. They've had ones in the in past seasons like a while ago where like the parents didn't want to be on TV. So right. they didn't come. But then it, it was sort of looked at as like a real negative against the person. Right, right, right. Or, or they've had ones where you go to separate, like a few divorced parents where right. you yeah. would go to each Which that house. also has to be contextualized of like you have to understand, like, what this is. And this isn't right. a mark against me, which is also very weird. Yeah. Right. And it, and it always ends up being, like, a weird... Like, they have to justify a family situation that is outside of... Anyone's control. And Yeah. 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 And, you know, Dean's situation is particularly hard um, because what really happened is he had that family and he had, like, a fun dad that he and his kid... that the other kids hung out with and then he had a mom who like made sure they went to their doctor's appointments and took them to school and was really there for them and then when his mom died his dad kind of wasn't there for him and now they have a really poor relationship and he says he's not a person that has any bearing on my emotional experience which is and then there was that clip in the preview and I hate to skip ahead yeah but I was looking that I'm ex- I'm going to examine that like it is my Zap Ruder film <laughs> and it is like every frame of that when they got to his dad's house God. was so painful and yeah. so strange I'm almost upset that they even had him Exactly. Like, if he has no bearing on Dean's emotional experience, go to his hometown, meet his friends, meet his family friends, his siblings. There's got to be somebody that's like, I'm just going to step in and, like, give the blessing or whatever. I mean, to push him to—I think it's going to make for very interesting TV, but it was painful to me to see that, like, this is a 25-year-old guy who's putting some of his most— Intimate and probably difficult family history and relationships out on national TV. People are incredibly cruel. They're gonna going to mock his dad's appearance. Like it just made me uncomfortable watching yeah. the preview. Yeah. yeah, and then to come into that, it's one thing if you've been dating someone for years right. and have tons of information. Like my dad is very strange, and we don't talk, and for all these different reasons. But if it's like, hi, I've known you for four and a half weeks. I'm gonna go. We're going to go into the belly of the beast and, like, I'm going to watch you have an emotional meltdown about your relationship with your dad. Also, we've never spent a night together and I'm dating two other guys at the same time. (laughs) Three. Three. Three other guys at the same time. three other guys. I mean, yeah, it's it's really hard because it's not even like Dean can be like, you know, I have a family of choice. You know, like, I'm closer to my mom's family. He grew up with the family he wanted, and then he lost it, and he lost the person that he would maybe say, my mom is the person that really shaped me as a man. He can't introduce Rachel to his mom, and that's really hard. Um, So he maybe doesn't even have those options. Like his family fell apart at an age where – you, you know, need your family the most yeah. when you're 15. Yeah. Which is what he said. Yeah. He yeah. says that. And, and you're too old to have, like, really have time to, like, develop a new one in a way. He needs to just say, like, we're not meeting my dad. We're not doing this. Let's go to Hawaii and, like, take a day. Like, they yeah. just need to skip it altogether. But they won't because that is their, they like, won't. prerogative. 
And it's also like I'm nervous that it's going to be more than that because he sort of hints that his dad is uh, – that his family is very patriarchal. Yes. And I'm yeah. like, is it maybe some other thing? He calls it a dysfunctional patriarchal family. He that seems very why, nervous to introduce Rachel to them. That was right. when he was like – and he was saying, I don't want to introduce her. I don't want to introduce her. I was like, oh, his family must it's be racist. all racist or they would never want him to bring somebody home that wasn't white. I was like, that must be it. Like, that's the only reason in my mind. Like, that's how I'm viewing this as like a black woman dating of like, that's the only reason I wouldn't meet your family is if they would be like openly hostile to me. I mean, that's entirely possible that it's also and like it sounds like he doesn't have much in common with his dad and he's worried that his dad is going to see the situation differently from him yeah in a really negative way um i guess we will see yeah she is glad that dean opened up so she gives him the rose she she responds to it i think really well yeah being like it's i understand that this is just the people you came from this is just this is not you um and like obviously she's like still sweet on him so she's like i just want to keep you around I mean, he's great. I also want to say we talked about families so much in this segment that um, my final note is they make out in front of a family. (laughs) They did not make out in front of a family. It was a fountain. (laughs) I had families on the brain. They also had fondue on this date. And I was like, how have we been in Europe this long is the first time we're seeing any sort of melted cheese. They do not eat on these days. If they sat me down in front of fondue, I'd be like, you can get whatever footage you get. I sit down. Apparently, they feed them dinner beforehand. That, but it's like, it's so great to like share a meal with someone, especially if you're somewhere where like the food is different. You'd want to like have that. I also have no self control. So if there was like cheese in front of me in any capacity, I don't care how much dinner I'd already have. Yeah, it would have to be like prop cheese that I'm like not (laughs) allowed to eat. It would still show me like trying to bite into it. It would be like um, Charlie's Theron on uh, Arrested Development. I feel like, no, I really want this cheese. Claire, it's plastic. Stop. (laughs) We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with more with Allie Barthwell. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life, and I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about 
is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I, I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party, can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. I am so glad that it's finally warming up. And it also means that I just want to have fun this summer and I don't want to be worrying about meal prep. And luckily, I can do something about that with Factor, especially because they have so many meal options like Protein Plus, Keto, Vegetarian, something for every diet. Their fresh, never frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your whole day delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. I love having a few factor meals just sitting in my fridge, especially because I work from home. It's so nice to finish up a taping and not have to figure out what to cook myself. Just look in my fridge and be like, oh, in two minutes, I can be eating mushroom chicken thighs and wild rice or tomato basil chicken risotto or Santa Fe style green chili beef skillet. And they always have a nice like vegetable side. It feels well-balanced. I feel full after, and it's not a headache at all. Head to factormeals.com slash LTSI50 and use code LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code LTSI50 at factormeals.com slash LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. You can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather 
front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And the price was exactly what I wanted to. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI. Anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a while or even not that long knows that we love article. I mean, honestly, I'm looking around my home right now. Coffee tables from article. That lovely chair out on my deck. Article. Our big console. Article. I'm My bed frame. Article. This is an article household. It is. And it's, I mean, it was an inspiration to me. We finally got our first article piece of furniture recently, our new couch. And my husband and I are both constantly just like, how did we live before this couch? This is such an improvement over what we had before. It's so comfortable. It just seems to get more comfortable every day. I mean, it's the couch you dream of. And the reason that we have both been able to find ideal furniture on Article is because Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. And their team of designers are all about finding that perfect balance between style, quality, and price because we all want the best of all of those three things united in one piece of furniture, right? Plus, they're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and, you know, looks good doing it. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. So then back at the house, we see... uh, Eric and Peter now having a man chat and they're oh, both yes. they're both cute and anxious is what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh this is when Eric said my favorite thing he goes you got to put your best shoes on put on your hat and go to work. <laughs> His like metaphors they're always like right there I know. you've never like, heard them before. <laughs> it's like I see it but like what um Peter's date card was, Peter, we're at the peak of our relationship. They're getting so lazy with the date with cards. The puns. <laughs> well, we haven't even reached yeah. the low point. But also, like, I, I see the pun here, but it's kind of a neg. It's like, it's not getting going to get any better than this for us. <laughs> like, sorry. Um, so they are, they made it in a helicopter in a grassy field. They're going to see the Alps. It's a pretty good date. Yeah, this was pretty yeah. fun. I mean, that it started off great, um, and then it turns out that they have to have a picnic on top of a glacier. This was absurd. <laughs> it's I, I, so cold that his hair is frozen. Yeah, they looked free. I'm just, she's trying. They weren't just chattering. She was bouncing up and down with cold. And like it's, it's gotten to the point where it's like, okay, I understand they want to go. They can maybe get these European vacations, like. 
some promotional consideration provided or whatever, but it's like, go to the chalet, be in front of the (laughs) fire. Like, that looks warm and sensual and romantic to be, like, cuddled up in, like, big blankets in front of a fire. Not, Not, like, snotting as your hair Literally sitting on ice, like, gripping each other for warmth. They have to basically do, like, the thing that, that, like, when you're at risk of freezing to death where you just pool your body heat <laughs> and, like, huddle under any blanket in sight and just, like, pray that you don't die. And they're also trying to have this, like, difficult conversation <sighs> while this is happening about how, like, Peter's had some dark days and – but it's so distracting. He wanted to leave maybe. Yeah. And – She's like, I don't know if I'm upset or just cold. Um, <laughs> by the way, they're on a glacier that is referred to as Glacier 3000. It is the 3000th glacier that apparently exists. Yeah. Well, or the 3000th one that they found. Yeah. I, I mean, who knows? <laughs> like, I can't believe they had to leave the dogs for this. Oh, yeah. They dog sledded. That was really that, that was yeah. Dean was also tweeting that he was, like, really upset that because he loves dogs, that Peter got not one but two dates that involved yeah. dogs. dogs. <laughs> Peter was like, i actually more of a cat guy. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and back home, Matt and Eric are talking now. And Eric is like, maybe Peter will just leave because he's right. not happy. He must have been talking about this if they're, like, willing to volunteer that. Right. Of, like, that he's unhappy. Well, it strikes me that Eric and Peter have both been pretty open with their anxiety. Yeah. We've just seen more of Eric's on camera. And it's so strange that, like, the the men have this reaction. I've noticed it in a couple seasons of, like, she's not paying enough attention to me. I don't feel like I'm getting the validation I want. And it's like, dude, that's the format of the show. Like, do they just think that on the first day she's going to meet them and be like, oh, season's canceled. I just want him. <laughs> like, you have to go through all the challenges. Yeah. No, it's. I think it's very um, uh, unusual for men to have to wait. Right. And date in this way where it's like very open. The other person's like dating a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I have friends that they open up their relationships or open up their marriages and the men find out that like not that many women are trying to get them. But their (laughs) wives are like out every single night and they're like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. No, it only works if it's me getting all of the sex. Um, So I think they they eventually get to go somewhere warmer for dinner and she asked him about his hometown. She's like, who am I going to meet if I go home with you? And he says his mom is named Lynn. Gary and Lynn. be very welcoming. His dad <laughs> gives him life advice. He's like, you'll all love each other. It's going to be great. And she asks if he's ever brought home a black girl before. And he says he has never dated a black girl. This, to me, I was like... I need a whole episode just about this. <laughs> like, and I say, like, whenever I d- I'm dating a white person now, and like, I always ask, like, did you have you dated a black person? What did they tell you? How far? Like, because it's like, have they been housebroken? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, what work have they done to be ready? Because it's a you have a, just a whole different set of experiences and challenges and. You know, their fa- like, are they prepared to like say something to their family? And you may never have considered what your family might say. And it's not like, you know, I think people's families are going to be racist or awful, but it's just like people say things without thinking that you right. maybe would ever, you know, been able to say before. And it's like, oh no, is your boyfriend going to be like, hey, mom, you can't say that or you can't ask to touch her hair or whatever? 
And it's like if they have for me, I would have been like, oh no, thank you. I, <laughs> You're like, uh, <laughs> no, she thank be you. Like, but I know it won't be an issue. And this made me think so much of that scene in Get Out oh, when yeah, Allison like... Williams is like, no, it's fine. They voted for Obama. They're, I don't need to tell them that you're a black. They're just going to be fine. They're, I've had so many. I've only met one other relationship's parents. And they were like, we voted for Obama. We're liberals. We donate to NPR. Like, we do everything right. But they would just say things that you would be like, stop. Why do you say <laughs> that? We're like well-meaning and they're trying to be delightful and relate. I remember his dad tried to relate to me because he was like, I was the only kid in my neighborhood that had brown hair and brown eyes because he lived in like a German neighborhood in Chicago and his family was Greek. And he was like, so I get it. Like, like, I no. understand. It's like, <laughs> I have to leave now. I can't be in this house. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I... I just, oh God. So I guess sorry. we'll see. How yeah, it you just can't. It's just one of those things you just can't assume yeah. that it'll yeah. be. That they may be, they may love her and think she's great, but they're still probably going to put their foot in their mouth eventually. Right. And he has to be aware enough to understand right. that. Just being like, oh, they'll love you. It's like, yeah, my college boyfriend's family loved me too. They didn't stop them from being like, just saying whatever weird thing or like asking me like absurd questions, like not knowing like where I was from. You know what I mean? It's just like you have to be ready to have right. those conversations. Like it's like the assumption is the only problem would be if they were overtly racist. Right. But it's actually a much more complicated situation exactly. that you might be walking into. Um, and then he talks about his previous girlfriend. He gets very, very choked emotional. up. I. Uh, this was another situation where I was like, we need more context. Yes. Like, the story all he didn't said, really make sense. he said that he just, they broke up and what when he started choking up, it was when he was recalling that he pulled out of the driveway with all of his stuff. So I guess they were living yeah. together. Or maybe he just or had in a lot some of stuff, or he had a lot of stuff, stuff there. there. Who knows? <laughs> and he watched her. With tears streaming down her face as he drove away. And then oh, he starts this crying. Was, okay, I was sitting here like, I missed this part of the conversation. But it was because I was watching on my friend, on my cousin's Roku. <laughs> so it would cut out and like rebuffer. <laughs> no. And it was like, I would we would miss like 15 seconds. And it was like, usually I could piece it together. But the fact that I missed this entire story in like 12 seconds of rebuffering time. It was time. Yeah. very short. You didn't miss the part that made it make sense. Yeah, okay. That, because there wasn't one. Yeah, he literally <laughs> was just like, I hurt her and myself, and he's crying. Yeah, it seemed there like... There was nothing else said. The emotional trigger was that he hurt her by not being able to love her fully, and that made him feel guilt which he still apparently has oh so he cheated like in my mind i'm like he cheated i don't want to like put but like like he was that's a lot of words he was very like nothing happened no one did anything there were no like fights or whatever we just drifted apart but also he was like texting other bitches like (laughs) like there it there something happened i mean it was just very very weird. There was definitely something he was talking around. Right. Um, and, he, and you never know how these things are edited, like what parts of the story what he was he saying. Said, yeah. yeah, that they left out for whatever reason. Like it was just sort of confusing and felt like maybe there was like a middle section that we missed. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, there's something like she wanted to get married and you weren't ready. Or I actually think it might have been that. <laughs> like that. Is sort of what it sounded like, right. maybe. Um, 
And he expresses to Rachel that, like, if he gets to the end of this and gets down on one knee, he wants it to be because he's 100% sure that's where his heart is at, which is a totally fair thing to say after four weeks of (laughs) dating someone. And she's like, are you ready now? Like, you aren't ready with your ex. Are you ready now? And he's like, I think I'm ready. But if I am not there, then I'll let you know, basically, before the proposal point. Which is also so frustrating that the women are, like, the bachelorette is just at the whims of these guys. Like, that she could be at the end, and it's like you're waiting for a proposal, and he'll just be like, oh, no, but I still, like... I saw the date. It takes she... the power away from, yeah. or the agency away from her in that situation. She's still waiting for the offer. It's also always assumed in both shows that like the woman is one hundred percent on board, right? Whatever the decision is. Yeah. Like, well, I feel like the Bachelor will often say like I'm worried that she like I could get down on one, one knee and be she rejected. Can be reject. She can no, reject. No, they me. won't. But it's like they why? Won't. No, nobody wants that on their like TV. That's the thing. At this point, like, everyone just knows you just get engaged at the end and then you date. You date. You date for the first time. Even, like, Emily was like, I told Jeff I didn't want to get engaged. And then he just proposed to me anyway. And I was was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Like, even though they agreed not to. Yeah, it's like if you even get proposed at, like, a baseball game, you, like, say yes for the kiss cam. And then you go home and you're like, we got to talk, buddy. (laughs) Here's the thing. Um, So... Then we get the final date card. It's Eric, Matt, and Adam. Uh, he, yeah, Peter gets the rose. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, and he tells her that his feelings are moving in the direction of on, love. Yeah, he's on the path on to the love. Path. And this, this he's date, though, is what made love. me think he's going to be number two to Brian because yeah. he isn't fully certain after four weeks, which is, again, not actually yeah, unreasonable in the real world. But if you're in the position of being the bachelorette, <laughs> my microphone just fell, uh, then you want someone who's, like, a sure thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I definitely see, like, Brian as Vanessa, like, the sort of unlikable <laughs> but front runner. Um, Rachel is Peter and um, Raven is Dean. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Dean just is such like, a Raven. Ready to have fun, do whatever. I'm yeah. exci- just excited to be here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing my young puppy energy to this whole situation. Um, so the date card um, for Eric, Matt, and Adam says, tomorrow will be difficult. I don't know what else to say, dot, dot, dot. I was sitting no there pun. like... I was like, maybe this is a pun. Maybe they're going to do some, like, no language pun. thing. I was like, what could this be? It's just like, this date's going to suck. This is going to yeah. be tough. Yourself. Or it's just like, then don't don't have it be a date. Just do a, co- like, a, just do a cocktail party at that point. Like, what I else mean, is she? I mean, it basically is a cocktail party without the other three guys. I think they right. were like, no, we need to fit in one more boat ride. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I love, too, Adam's reaction. And he really cannot let this go throughout uh-uh. the entire date is... What's difficult? I don't like the word difficult. I've never liked that word. I don't believe in difficult. I don't believe it exists. He's that was like, a ridiculous thing to what say. Are you He's read about? that on like a Nike shopping bag and like has just internalized it as like personal motto. He was like, nothing's ever been difficult yeah, for me. Like, I was like, you just said that. You you just, what? <laughs> but it's like one of those things where it's like, I don't believe in difficult. I believe in the challenge. Yeah. yeah. And it's like that was on the inside of a sneaker box that you yeah. like purchased. Difficult isn't in my vocabulary. Um, So they all get ready. They're taking a boat to France. 
Um, actually seemed kind of fun. That would be that would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was cool. But they did end up in a town that was like. Even as a French speaker, I was like, that is unpronounceable. <laughs> like, I looked at it. I was like, there are R's and S's and places I don't understand. I mean, it doesn't really matter where they are as long as they're all together. Okay, okay, man. Beautiful foursome. They have they're, a little, like, like, puppy pile on, on the boat. On the boat. <laughs> on their, um, they all, like, pile on top of each other on the on the, choppy, and... the choppiest waters to be on, like, a tiny boat. <laughs> yeah. They basically were all just trying to stay alive. Um, and Eric and Rachel have a little bit of one-on-one time. Um, he's, I, I, Eric is growing on me. It, it, to me, it's like, he makes sense. Like why, like there are some people that you're like, I don't get at all what they see, but like, (laughs) I get what she sees in him and how he's really fun and he's he's, very sincere and genuine. And yeah, he kind of combines the fun and the genuineness and he's, the support. He's pretty thoughtful. Yeah. Um, and she kind of says, like, it's very unnatural for her to be in this setting because she has to be selfish, but that's not how she naturally is. And he's just like, that's fine. Yeah, and do he, you take your time? You deserve... The, yeah, we kept you going, deserve you deserve it. this. I was like, that is... I was like, oh, that's what she needed to hear. Someone just being like, I understand. I'm going to let you take your time and figure this out. Yeah, I wrote down, he's a great motivational coach. <laughs> yeah. No, Which, it really struck me the difference between how Brian compliments her and how Eric does. Because Brian's just like, maybe you're perfect and I'm perfect. And you're like the most beautiful, amazing woman. And Eric's like, you've worked really fucking hard. Like, yeah. you're a survivor. Like, you need to give yourself credit for all the shit you've done. Like, he's much more focused on, like, her grit and her accomplishments. Her accomplishments. Yeah, which I really like. Um I feel like they are kind of lacking the physical spark, but I don't think he's going to win, but I see why she's into him. Yeah. yeah. He, he this is his this is a good reel for him to like go get a girlfriend in real life. Someone yeah. Who yeah. Like, <laughs> Someone who's like I will fix you, Eric. I'll right. do it. I was watching it with my cousin, he was like the guy he was like Rachel's wearing so much makeup and Eric couldn't fucking shave. Like he has like <laughs> He has like two day growth of his beard, and I he understand. He has a full beard now. And I was really? like, and I understand. Yeah. You know, my brothers both have really curly hair. Like shaving is a, a rough. But I was like, he needs to just shape something up or <laughs> exfoliate. Like it was just. A, he's it's a, at this point in the show that people just start. They've like been traveling for so long. They're yeah, like, eh. he just he <laughs> seems a bit more like a regular guy than uh, like Brian or Peter to me. He's just sort of like. Yeah. He's just kind of like a little scruffy little weirdo. <laughs> yeah, basically. Like, so then Peter's we, a model and Brian is like a Miami like yes. player. Yeah, right. it's, it's, there's a gap there. Um, then we have the Rachel and Matt whole Guys, thing. We need to talk about how I haven't seen them interact once. So I blame Lee for this because I yeah, think we he just— sucked up a lot of airtime. sucked up so much airtime. So we only got the, like, most essential storylines that are going to lead us to the end. And clearly she has this great, like, pretty deep friendship, I'd say, at least, with Matt— but we're just meeting him for the first time. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you remind me the most of myself out of all these guys. And everyone in the world is like, who what? are Why? you? Who, who is this person? Based on what? Like, I like it's amazing it. to see how you've evolved. And we're like, literally, who are you? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he's been watching with the rest of us at home. Like, yeah. he's not part of this. Um, and she sort of says, you know, if we'd met outside the show, we could take things slow. It would be different. I think we could really yeah, have something. He might just be like a slow burn 
kind of guy, which doesn't bode well for, for something this like show. this. Yeah. yeah. And and I get the sense that and I I think that often the lead keeps around a, one or two people that they just really connect with but no and it feels steady and is like a great friend but they won't yeah. be with. And I feel like Matt was that person and that's why that was my theory and why she got so upset because she's like this is this person that I just like adore but I don't have any interest in right marrying. or they were a good like they could have good conversations exactly. or good sounding board or like sort of reflect on the experience a little bit and I saw Eric was on some social media platform was like go follow Matt like he helped me so much in the house like Aww. the other where guys is, where is this right it just I seems know. like Matt was like this really steady presence that everyone would kind of go to and he seemed to have a really like level head just like a good dude yeah she and she he sort of reveals this more in this episode, too. His attitude is very, like, I'm here. I'm open-minded. I'm not going to get worked up. I'm not going to get in my head. I'm not going to put a bunch so of my nice insecurities on Rachel. show. Yeah. Um, so then we see them kiss for the first time. That was time. so weird. And she was also, like, weeping. Crying. She was bawling her eyes out over having to send him home. And I'm like, where is this coming from? It was like the kiss in a superhero movie when the woman is like, are you sure we can't be together? And he's like, no, it's <laughs> too to dangerous. <laughs> it I have to go back to my planet. <laughs> to see them kiss when we've... Or not- that she's she's bent Wait. over at the waist sobbing. sobbing. Like I- an intense, painful, like, I have to let this person go. And... He actually takes it very well. He's very calm in the limo. He takes the champagne. but like, I love that he brought the champagne <laughs> with him. So I'm just going to take this. Um, and then there's a dinner portion of the group date with just Adam and Eric. So it's turned into a two-on-one. And we, we know Eric's winning. Right. They, they're just keeping Adam around. Well, for Adam like, doesn't know that. He says, I know I'm here for a reason, which is to get a rose so I can take her to my home. I was like... Buddy, buddy, <laughs> That is friend, not the reason you're on this pal. <laughs> He keeps saying, like, I know we have the strongest relationship of anyone in the house. And I was like, I have never seen you interact with her well, once in my entire I'm life. Watching it with, I'm watching it last night, and he was like, do you remember after the mud wrestling date, we were in the grass looking at the clouds going by, and we were holding hands and giggling. And I was like, when? <laughs> Like when, bruh? Like so, there there must be all this footage <laughs> yes. of them together because that's not something that you could like. It's and it's never framed like they snuck off and had this relationship. It's like no, I think we lost a lot on Matt and Adam on the cutting room floor. Yeah. <laughs> like I think that so they both looked, and especially Adam, like looked crazier than probably yes. it felt in real time. Yes. Well, Adam's, like, sort of macho approach really pissed me off. Oh, it so. was annoying, but I'm <laughs> yes. sure it had more behind <laughs> like, it. Mine. It seemed like they did have moments together, and I'm sure on the big group dates, they do take time to, like, talk to each person. And I always say, like, imagine if you were stuck in a hotel room with no TV, no fun, no magazines, no book, and someone told you in a week you're going to hang out with your crush, and it's going to be, like, a beautiful romantic date. And you would just sit there for a week. And you obsess would, over it. And them. obsess you over it and think about it. And just like, so then when you get to see them, you're just like, difficult is not a word I believe in. Because like, <laughs> <laughs> in your mind, you've been like practicing this speech about oh, your relationship. Yeah. And you're like, every little look and glance means something. Oh, yeah. I would be a horrific nightmare on this show. I always yeah. say it. I'm like sitting here like making fun of the people on it. But like, <laughs> I would be terrible. And he did this amazing toast at the beginning that he was like, 
You said it was going to be difficult, but I don't really believe in difficult. Things aren't difficult. Sometimes they're challenging, but we're going to make this decision easy for you. Cheers. She's read that in a self-help book somewhere. Rachel's just like, yes, yes, you're an optimist. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I'm not. When they sit down together, he's like, straight up, do you see yourself maybe falling in love with me? And she's like, um, yeah, that's why you're still here. And that's also never the question you want to ask if you're the contestant on the show to be like, you got to woo me. Like, they don't don't do that. That's not where you should be coming from. Yeah. Like, he's, uh, you know, told her that a part of him was falling in love with her. And she's like, that really threw me because what do you mean a part? And, and when did that happen? That's da, something. Da, da, da. I don't remember that. I literally transcribed the episode before I write my recap. <laughs> I have no memory of Adam saying almost anything. It didn't happen. Here's the thing, <laughs> Bachelorette producers. I, we know stuff happens off camera, but it can't enter the canon of the show unless you show the scene where it happens. Like, we're just working with what you give us here. Um, and he keeps being like, I don't want you to think, like, what if? Yeah. I don't want her to have to wonder what it reminds like, me what like it would be like Adam. This is I'm gonna go into like wrestling world for a second, but like <laughs> when they have the belt change hands, not at a televised event. Like, so you had to be at the event, like, in the city <laughs> to know that it, like, changed hands. Like, it didn't happen at a pay-per-view. That's what I feel like happened to Adam. Like, the belt changed hands for him somewhere off camera. That's so <laughs> He accurate. won a match that wasn't on TV in his mind. <laughs> and now he's back on the pay-per-view, That's and like, it's like, Brock Lesnar is going to destroy you? you. Yeah, like, no, this doesn't really count. Um, so then we get more of Eric and Rachel. Yeah, and, this, and the tone just, like, really shifts from right. the Adam conversation. I was like, oh, a, this is what a real two-person conversation sounds is like. like. Cool. And yeah. it also, like, helps contextualize Eric, too, of, like, yes. I've seen all this really terrible stuff, so, like, I've made the decision just to be positive and be light. And I'm sure if he feels anything of, like, someone pulling away, he's like, well, they're going to be gone forever because he's had so many, like— scary things happen to him. And he's clearly thought a lot about himself, which is refreshing. He's pretty self-aware, which is really nice to see. Um, And he says at one point, like, I use positivity to cover up pain. Yeah. And I'm not good at accepting help. I'm good at helping people, but I'm not good at accepting that help. And I'm like, these are really, like, you know yourself. Yeah. That speaks well for you. Yeah, he kind of tells her a lot about his family background here and where he grew up. Um, and In Baltimore. Right. And he mentioned on his previous, on his one-on-one date with her, you know, he emphasized that he, like, never got in trouble. And it's sort of like, okay, well, sure. sure. But then he sort of tells her here, like, I was from a neighborhood where it was really easy to get in trouble. You know, everyone around me was, you know, didn't have much hope and they're they were selling drugs. They were getting in trouble. His uncle spent 15 years in prison. He saw a lot of violence, a lot of abusive relationships. And he, you know, so he was surrounded by a lot of of negative models for how yeah, he could be. Yeah, and that can also really hurt when you're trying to build trust with people because it's like either what are they going to ask me to do or how when am I going to lose them? So then for him to be like, well, I've never brought anyone home. It's like, oh, this makes sense of, like, yeah, you're exactly. just dealing with relationships in your family life in a different way than, like, every other relationship we've ever seen on the show. Like, you know, it's like when we have, like, Vanessa hand-wringing that we have to go to, like, my parents are divorced. <gasps> Does that mean we have to go to we have to go to two houses versus him being like, 
I've never seen my mother and father like have a positive interaction in the same room. It's like that's totally different. And like you would not have gotten that opportunity unless you had someone like Eric on the show. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking about this a lot with like how they're going to handle it next week with both Dean and Eric. Um, And so much of what they what is idealized on this show about, you know, a good family or what yeah. makes someone worthy. It's so tied up, so tied up in class. Uh-huh. Um, and tied up in like the big f- fancy shiny house yeah. and the, the And that we've never seen know, we've only seen a few black families ever being shown on the hometowns. And then yeah, I think it was Rachel's Rachel, just, just, the Rachel's only just Rachel's. And that is definitely like very coded as like upper middle class, like high achievement like that you have to be exceptional to be even shown or valued it's like and then we're gonna go to this like completely opposite thing and like based on what abc's shown they're not i don't have faith they're gonna like show it respectfully Uh, absolutely they showed them literally sitting on basketballs in like a a court somewhere like really cringing i was like i was like this isn't fucking hoop dreams like (laughs) like isn't there a coffee shop where they or like a baltimore like it's, it's still a real city. Yeah, it's this yeah. really built up city. <laughs> like, what? There's there's got to be a of... diner where they can sit and like have there this is, conversation. I mean, a I lot of good food in Baltimore. Yeah. I'm, I grew up in Maryland. Like, <laughs> I will say this: it is super a super common hometown date scenario to take your date to a to sports field. A of sports some field. Sort. Yes, it's true. And have a conversation with them in the middle of it for some reason. But they just decided to set that one up. Like, it would look like a fucking Spike Lee joint. I was like, we got to deal with something else. <laughs> um, and so this also gives, like, some insight into what he's looking for in a relationship. Because he sort of tells her, I have dealt with all this pain in my life by helping people. And, and she says, well, who helps Eric? And he says, well, that's why I'm here. Like, he wants yeah. to have a partnership that gives him the mutual support that he didn't get from his family, which is pretty much, I mean, it's sort of what relationships are for, but it's also really scary to get into a relationship with someone who has no one else that they can depend on. Yeah, and the power dynamic in this situation doesn't really do for, like, an equal, like, starting a relationship on an equal footing, which is, like, clearly what it sounds like he needs. So it's like, I'm again, it's like he is going to make someone very happy and I hope someone like finds him on whatever dating site he's on and like <laughs> scoops him up but it's just like buddy this is just not the place where you know you're not dating on an equal footing you're just w- sitting around waiting for her validation or whatever yeah like he kind of wants to be like scooped up by her family and yeah. her um, but but he, he needs someone who can handle maybe what he what he's working with it's going to be interesting to see who he has as his family on got, the date. Oh, we got almost no hint of that. Yeah, yeah. like are are they going to go see his parents separately? Does he have a relationship with his parents or like does he have siblings? Like we didn't Right, get we, a, we have yeah. no idea. So, I mean, yeah, I think the the dates to really watch for next week are going to be yeah. Eric's and Dean's. And yeah. I have very little faith that ABC is going to handle them. Handle them either of them <laughs> well. Um so yeah, I mean Rachel sort of says this is scary and Adam is so attentive to me. Maybe I need to give him more time. But in the end, she decides to give the rose to Eric. Um, Thank goodness. She walks Adam out and he says, I don't want you to feel like, you know, if I kept Adam, it could have been this, different. I, I hate 
not respond. I hate, I hate it. it. Like I just don't want you to regret because the, here's the, the thing: you just a made. That is exactly what they want. All yeah. he wants is for her to sit. Around. He's planting it in her mind so that later she can sit around and be like, you know what? If I'd gone with Adam, it could have been so different and so good. Like that's and like what all he wants. it does is just like it's sh- it's like I don't think that you can make your own decisions. Right? Or you're I, not I don't trust enough. your own mind. Yeah. That like there's no way like, that I would ever not be the right option. That's like I so I teach improv also and my students whenever I give them feedback the male students they're like but you don't understand what I was trying to do and it's like I have 10 years of experience yes I do like, it was not, bad it was bad like this was just a bad decision you made a bad choice you're not the one like whatever it is but it's like if men believe they can just like explain it again or like plant that seed of like you're not intelligent enough to understand like what think, I'm giving you. I don't think your lady brain can really yeah. wrap around <laughs> the nuances of their specific improv. Exactly. Moves. Yeah. Um so once again, Rachel gets very emotional. How? I don't How? know. I'm personally uh Pretty happy to see Adam go. Um, so that's and Eric is super giving and kind while she's sitting there being like, "I know I'm I'm excited about you. I'm weeping right now." Yeah. He's like, "It's fine." He does like look up at her like like in like a cherubic like adoration. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's yeah. smitten. He is smitten. At least after this, he'll be able to say that he has been in love. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. You know, something. this is this is a. I don't often say this, but I feel like this actually could be a good learning experience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people say afterwards that it was a good learning experience. Um, so hopefully who's that to say this yeah. is the wrong <laughs> place to do it? The case for Eric. Uh, and then we get the world's weirdest preview in which they seem to spoil like seven things. I need I'm going to go sh- frame by frame and like put it up somewhere so and I examine only, what uh, exactly is happening. I only watched it once, but what I gathered is they showed very little from hometowns. We got like some yeah. shots of Dean's family. But then we see both Eric and Peter on dates in Spain. And we see, and we Brian, see Brian with, with her, her family, family, which usually happens final two. Right. So to me they just told us Dean's going home next week. Yeah. Also, the if we saw Eric and Peter on dates in Spain, then and Brian's Brian has not, to be. yeah, Brian's not going home next week. So like, Dean's gonna go home. Yeah, they and, just yeah. spoiled the the right. at least. I mean, it's makes... like whatever. That's what I thought was gonna happen anyway. That Dean right. was gonna go home. Then Eric will go home. Then Peter will go home. There and go. I loved that that her family again like said to Brian, they were like, "I think you're not." really paying attention to the world like you're in your little <laughs> bubble and he was like if you'll excuse me I have to use the restroom like <laughs> immediately after her mom was like uh, you need to shape up son I'm excited for her family they were her hometown date was fun is her, did, again I'm gonna have I'm gonna go frame by frame through the <laughs> I, preview but is her dad there there I was like tell. an older man but at I the head of the table we were supposed to see her dad this Really? Yeah, there was it. There yeah. was an older black man sitting at the head of the table with glasses on, and it's like Probably maybe her dad. Maybe it's a dad. Maybe it's her I, uncle or somebody. I mean, it was my understanding that he couldn't go on The Bachelor because he's a judge, and there right? Were like ethical concerns. I don't know why that would have. Her father does have now. glasses. Okay, then maybe it's. No, I had read that he was going to make a brief appearance on this season. Yeah, I think it, yeah. it's, it might I think be that he guy. Is. Yes, we're looking I at pictures. I bet he's just not going to say much. 
Yeah. He's probably like, you can't, like, interview me one-on-one, but I'll I'll be, be at there. the table. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's not going to comment on any of the cases he's currently reviewing. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's all I wanted. All right. Well, thank you so much for yeah. joining us. This was Thanks so fun. Thanks for having me. This was so fun. Please come back so the next time you're here. <laughs> and now, welcome to Feminism Fails, where we rate the most cringeworthy anti-lady moments of the week on our very own patented Feminism Fail Scale. One, you do you, bro. Two, that's questionable. Three, not cool people. Four, the 1950s are back. Five, gender equality is straight up dead. And now it's time for our one feminism fail of the week. We actually have a pretty good crop of guys at this point. Yeah, these guys are doing pretty well. But when Adam leaves, and even before he leaves, he once again falls into the trap of saying that Rachel is making a huge mistake if she lets him go and she will look back with regret. We think she can make that decision for herself. No need to second guess. We're just going to give that a two. And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our guest, Ali Barthwell, and our producer, Nick Offenberg. If you haven't yet, now's a great time to find Here to Make Friends on Apple Podcasts to subscribe and give us a rating. It helps other people find our show and talk about The Bachelor with us. We're also on Facebook, so please like us. You can find us both on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emma Lady Rose. Please do find and follow Emma on Instagram. She's about to hit a milestone, and we yes. want that for her. If you could just do this for me, it would really it would really mean a lot. Plus, she has great content. Thanks, Claire. Uh, or you can always send us an email at heretomakefriends at huffpost.com. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week for Hometowns. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including headliners, Adidas, Elf Cosmetics, and Lego. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. You can save on everything you need for summer like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it.